0: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now round 11 this week, and obviously this is the week where you've seen a lot of new names pop up in a couple of sides. This is because the uh, development players, they are allowed to play from round 11 onwards. So you will start to see a couple of young guys, a couple of journeymen, and these sort of fellas popping up around the league. Uh, Obviously COVID hasn't impacted the NRL as much as we thought this season, uh, but there is this flu going around at the moment that is knocking a lot of guys around, especially from Sydney teams. So, I think you will see a fair few of these guys this weekend. Some of them you will definitely see. A few of the others I think you'll see. So I've got about six or seven names here that I think are just worth keeping an eye on this week. Guys that impressed me coming through the junior grades. Uh, The first one, or the first two, come from the Canterbury Bulldogs. The first one, he's going to come off the pine tonight, Zach Docker Clay. Now, Zach is 27 years old. He has been one of the immortals of New South Wales Cup over the last few years. I first saw him probably six. I want to say seven years ago. As I said, he's been around for a very long time. I remember him playing for the Magpies probably 2015, 2016, around that mark. Since then, he spent time in the Seagull system, the Panthers system. He was in the Tigers system last year playing for the Magpies. He has been all over the place, Zach Docker Claire. I've always looked at him as a halfback or 5'8". He is playing hooker for the Canterbury Bulldogs, and I heard him talking the other day, and he described himself as a hooker. Um, I think he's filling a role there, to be honest with you. I think if he was to be honest, he'd probably say he's a 7 or a 6. But that's just my opinion. Uh, He has been tremendous for the last few years. He's had a couple of injuries where he's only played one or two games. I think 2017 and maybe 2019, he only played uh, a couple of games. So he's missed a bit of footy here and there. He hasn't played as much rugby league as what he should have in the last six or seven years through injury and stuff, but uh, he has still played a fair whack of New South Wales Cup footy, and every time I see him, I've always been very impressed with him. I did think last year he was a guy that could have maybe pushed in front of Jock Madden uh, as far as that West Tigers side went, but uh, he moved on to Canterbury. I didn't even realise at the start of the year, to be perfectly honest, he's one of those guys that not many people talk about. A cracking name though, Zach Docker-Clay. Keep an eye on him coming off the bench for Canterbury, and well done to him. He's overcome a lot of shit. He's 27 years old. Normally, if you get to 22, 23, it's well and truly past you. So for Zach to hold on until the age of 27 to make his first grade debut, sensational. You can see a lot of support on social media from a lot of players for Zach this week too, which is great to see. They're all backing him because he's a good fellow. So all the best to Zach, Dr. Clay. I don't think the Tigers should have let him go. I think they should have kept him, but Jock Madden has done a sensational job and I cannot believe he's only just making his debut. So congratulations to Zach and keep an eye on him Later tonight for the Canterbury Bulldogs off the bench. Now, another guy in his team, Kiraz, we saw him make his debut a couple of weeks ago a little bit early. Outside back, who I haven't really seen him play much cup footy or anything. I've only seen him in his first-grade debut, but he looked very strong that evening, um, breaking a number of tackles. I think he got a line break in there as well. Wasn't afraid to come in for tough carries, was quite often caught in unders on the five eights and and halfbacks, and was just taking them on. So keep an eye on Kiraz. He looks like a very talented young guy as well. I'm not sure what his story is, where he's come from or whatever. I believe he's a Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs junior. Uh, so keep an eye on him, as I'm sure a lot of you supercoach players have been keeping an eye on him the last few weeks. Uh, Could be a little value guy, but looks very talented, so watch him for the West Tigers. Now, coming off the bench, along with Dr. Clay, we've got another guy, New Brown. Uh, Now, New, he's been all around rugby league for a very long time. Uh, He's been missing for a couple of years. He had to go over to England for a while there, Uh, but I've always been you know, a little bit iffy on on Brown. Um, you know, when he was at Canterbury, I didn't think he was overly impressive there. He then went to England. I've sort of been keeping track of his story and, and watching his rugby league over the last few years. He's had a tough few years family-wise. He's moved over to England. He's now come back. He had stints with Cronulla and the Canterbury Bulldogs before he left, sort of as a 5'8", halfback, Hooker, uh, just sort of a spine player who could cover a few spots. He's gone over to England, I believe. He was with Featherston. Uh, I don't think it went incredibly well over there, but he played pretty well. Uh, twenty-one tries, sorry, twenty-one games, scoring fifteen tries. Uh, he's now returned to the NRL. Uh, he was with in the rooster system, I believe. He's playing for the North Sydney. He was playing for the North Sydney Bears for the last few weeks and was playing really good footy down there. Moved to the West Tigers a couple of weeks ago, and a number of Bears fans messaged me straight away saying, keep an eye on this guy. He'll play first grade very soon. To be honest with you, I was a little bit sceptical, uh, but he is made coming, I was going to say making his debut. He's coming back into the NRL this week for the West Tigers, coming off the bench. So congratulations to New Brown. Uh, it's been really tough. He hasn't played first grade since 2019, was realistically unwanted at that point. He'd also spent three years at the Sharks uh, and he'd only played 12 games of first grade. So you would have assumed that his NRL career was done and dusted for him to go all the way over to Featherston, back. Back to Australia end up in reserve grade for the Bears and the West Tigers throw him a bone and give him an opportunity a sensational story there so we wish New Brown all the very best worth going and having a look at his Instagram page uh, he's been through a lot the last few years and he's been very open about it all he's uh, he's documented it all and it's all there to see so a really good story to see him come back he does a couple of really good vlogs leading up to games which give you a bit of an insight into uh, the general life of a rugby league player especially not a star rugby League player. Um, it's a very good see. So, congratulations to New Brown. Keep an eye on him. For the Chooks, one of New Brown's old teammates at the Bears, Terrell May. Now, I haven't seen a heap of Terrell May. I've done a bit of research over the last 24 hours, gone back and watched a few of his highlights, a few of his games and whatnot, and he's been very, very impressive for North Sydney so far this season. Uh, He is of course the brother of Taylon May, who is playing at the Penrith Panthers, and Tyrone May, who was there last year. So Terrell got pretty good pedigree there. Just having a look through some of his numbers alone, uh, they've been incredible. He's played eight games for the Bears so far this year. 16 tackle breaks, uh, pretty Damn impressive. He's only having, you know, an average of 13 hit ups a game, 16 tackle breaks, a so two a game. He's had 15 offloads from eight games, so he's going at two offloads a game, uh, 235 tackles and a 96% efficiency. Uh, he's averaging 170 run meters. Now, he's not an 80 minute guy. He's playing about 50 to 60 minutes, which is really good minutes for a middle four, but to be averaging 170 run meters, that's pretty damn incredible. Uh, he's he started in his last, I think, seven games. Hasn't played below 50 minutes, and in some of those games, he even stretched it out to 67, 70 minutes in the front row. He's averaging about uh, 61 minutes uh, for them over the last few weeks twice he's gone above 100 post contact metres which is pretty damn impressive. Uh, The last 6 or 7 weeks he's made about 35 tackles per game uh, missing very few as well he's run for above 100 run metres every single game and above 200 in 3 of his last 6 games so definitely one guy uh, to keep an eye on there coming off the bench for the the Sydney Roosters uh, pretty good pedigree obviously with the last name May and his brothers being who they are especially Taylor May what he's one at the moment. He has been incredible. So keep an eye on him off the bench for the Chooks. He could be a real point of difference guy that they potentially need in this side. They are struggling through the middle a little bit at the moment. Um, especially with Nat Butcher probably moving to an edge if Satili Tupenua is ruled out. Now a little smoky And one that I'm not sure if we'll see him this week, but I do think we will see him soon, is Will Warbrick from the Melbourne Storm. He's come over from Rugby Sevens. I've been very impressed with him in Queensland Cup. Uh, I've been keeping a little bit of an eye on him at the Falcons, keeping an eye on his stats every week. I have noticed that he hasn't been named in Queensland Cup this week, uh, and he is named on the Melbourne Storm's extended bench. They've got Marianne Seve replacing Remus Smith at the moment at right centre. Personally, I don't think he's been overly impressive. They have got Irema on the bench. You would think his next man up. But once again, I don't think he's incredibly impressive either. This Warbrick, he's just got something about him. And I think you could see him over the next few weeks, potentially this weekend. I think there's also a world where they could move Tyron Wishart out of the fullback spot, move Nick Meaney back there. All of a sudden, there's a wing spot there. Irema is probably next man up. But just keep an eye on Will Warbrick. Uh, If you've got a spare spot and you're in a deep Supercoast Draft League, uh, just chuck him on your bench and just see what happens over the next few weeks, especially with Origin coming up. Xavier Coates, he will go and play Origin. Remus Smith isn't back anytime soon. Cameron Munster will disappear, so you'll have to find spots for, you know, a Nick Meaney. He'll probably have to play fullback without Pappy there. That'll mean that Tyron Wishart might slip up into the sixth jersey. Cooper Johns might be there. Harry Graham won't be there, so they might play Brandon Smith at nine. Tyron Wishart off the bench. So you might find that a spot for Will Warbrick could open up, and if it does, I think he's going to do very well, because from watching him in Queensland Cup, uh, he has been very impressed and he's made the transition uh, pretty damn well. So keep an eye for him. Will Warbrick, WW, a guy that has been doing very well up there at the Falcons. Just read you out some of his stats. He's played five games this year. He's scored seven tries. He's had 21 tackle breaks. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. In five games, that's about four a game, and he's had eight line breaks. Eight line breaks in five games with 21 tackle breaks. Pretty damn impressive. He's averaging 163 run metres as well. So he's going good there. Uh, Keep an eye on him to potentially make his debut over the next few weeks. I really do like the look of Will Warbrick uh, for the Melbourne Storm. Now we look at the Canberra Raiders, and uh, reportedly this this cold, this flu, whatever the hell it is, has been running through their system. We're hearing that up to eight guys could potentially miss this weekend, which could be very interesting, could be dire straight to Canberra after seemingly get their season back on track last, last week. If their guys are ruled out, you know, if there's any forwards there, just keep an eye on a guy that's on their extended bench. Now, he hasn't played yet. His name is Trey Mooney. He's 20 years old. He was part of their SG Ball side last year or the year before. I can't remember which year it was. I really like the look of Trey Mooney. He's a middle forward, uh, 188 centimeters, 106 kilos. He's got a bit of X factor to him. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, this year, in 2022, in reserve grade, he's played eight games. He scored four tries as a middle forward, 24 tackle breaks. In eight games, you're going about four a game there. Uh, Average hit-ups is 10, uh, and he averages about 34 post-contact metres per game. He's also had 10 offloads in his first eight games this year. Very, very impressive stats there. Uh, I don't think you'll get the minutes to be super relevant, super coach-wise or anything, but he's a guy that I know a lot of Canberra Raiders fans are very keen on. I think he'll be a future star down there in Canberra. So keep an eye on Trey Mooney. Very, very talented player. And I think if if these guys with the flu are struggling, we've seen how much it can impact some of the other guys around the league that have had it. Just keep an eye on Trey Mooney. I think you could see him potentially make his debut for the Canberra and if he does, he's definitely one to keep an eye on. A very, very talented young footballer there. Now, the last name I've got here is Lockie Miller. Lachlan Miller from the Cronulla Sharks. He's probably the one that's been spoken about the most this week. He will make his debut at fullback for them. They will move... Nico Hines back up into the 7 jersey. Uh, Lachlan Miller, he has obviously come from Rugby Union, was playing Ramwick Rugby, uh, came from the Rugby 7s as well. I read a thing today that I think he's the 8th Olympian ever to play first grade rugby league. So pretty crazy, the first one in quite some time as well. So keep an eye on Lachlan Miller. Um, He's been carving it up for Newtown the last few weeks, doing very, very well. He's done a lot better than what I anticipated he would, to be honest with you. I thought he would struggle a little bit, but he's done very well and he's come back. He's played seven games down there. He's had six try assists, one try, eight line break assists, uh, doing very, very good things there. He's averaging 128 run metres. They've won every single game except one. Um, He's played fullback in the first four weeks, the last three weeks, though, he's played 5-8. They've only had one loss, Newtown. That was against the Penrith Panthers, who are an absolutely stacked team at the moment. So keep an eye on him, doing very good things. He run, run metres well above 100 metres in every single game he's played. So keep an eye on Lockie Miller. A great story coming over from Union. A big risk coming to a Sharks team. That realistically, is pretty star-studded when you think of fullbacks. When he signed there, Will Kennedy, Nico Hines. Think about all the outside backs they have. It was going to be tough for him to get a gig. He's also been competing in reserve grade with guys like Cade Dykes, with guys like Luke Metcalf, guys who are really talented. Fullbacks, five eights, fullbacks, uh, I said fullbacks twice then, fullbacks five eights in their own regard. So for him to get the opportunity that he has well done to Lockie Miller, keep an eye on him. I didn't think he'd make it, but he has done it. Egg all over my face. So well done to Lockie Miller. A good guy too. I worked with his wife a couple of years ago, Ellie, champion little family. Uh, so hopefully Lockie Miller does all the very best. So those are my guys to keep an eye on this weekend or over the next few weekends. Zach Docker Clay, Kiraz, New Brown, Terrell May, Will Warbrick, Trey Mooney and Lockie Miller from the Cronulla Sharks.